Previously on Once Upon a Time in Vegas. Okay, so here we are with the commentary for Chapter 23 of Once Upon a Time in Vegas. This is Alicia, and with me this month is Mark Zaracor. Say hello, Mark. Think he's catching on. Hello. Uh, Renee it was couldn't... funny your last time. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is the second attempt at the commentary after my wireless decided to not work, and then we've had various hang-ups on the gizmo system. What do you want? <laughs> Maybe another time. Um, Renee isn't here this month because she has the flu and bronchitis. So, as much as I love her, I don't want to get sick because of her. So she will be played by a sock puppet this month. Tab isn't pulled off. Brilliant. I'm brilliant! Oh. But she had the name tag. <laughs> and I'm jealous that I'm no longer sock puppet, but that's okay. Well, next time you're unable to come to a commentary, we'll make sure to bring out your sock puppet. Well, as, as long as, you know, I don't mind being a sock puppet as long as I don't have the flu. That's, you know, no flu. <laughs> no flu. <laughs> ah, so, uh... Again, this is episode 23, and it took forever to do. In fact, we just got it in a week before the show came, comes out. Uh, due to one reason or another, my wrist was acting up. I had a bunch of doctor's appointments. My grandfather passed away. Uh, we had car issues that needed to be taken care of. We had the custody issue last month. A lot of stuff going on. And I also had computer issues, so Mark really saved my butt with this episode. And I, I really enjoy doing what I've been doing. I mean, which is for the most part just cleaning up lines and putting them in order. Uh, I, I personally, I think you've got the hard part with coming up with music and throwing in the background and the sound effects, and that's that's the hard part in my opinion. But I guess to each their own. Well, that, it's all about timing, honestly, because. To me, the hard part is choosing what takes to you. And that, I find that really, really hard because all the actors give such great, such great deliveries. So, to me, you're doing the hard part and I'm doing the fun part. <laughs> which is making, making sure the timing is right and, um, you know, really putting in the finishing touches with the sound effects and music. And I want it done now, Chloe. So I think Mark did the majority of the scenes this time around. So that means you'll be doing most of the talking, right, Mark? Um, sure. Yeah, why not? No, uh, not at all. Actually. Uh, um, no, I want. I will mention that there was a lot of good takes in the scene that were. Uh, well, actually, throughout the whole thing, there were a lot of good takes. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Lexi did a great job with uh, with this first scene. It was a very, very chatty scene for Chloe, because she talks to herself a lot. And uh, I liked Ara's... Uh, I actually got to listen to Ara's takes because I used... The, the print it line and one of her other lines for the the uh, the preview trailer. I always love listening to Ara's process because she really gets into it. Maybe he's not going to break up with me. Maybe he just wants to talk to Missy. I have no idea what. Yeah, she uh, she had a lot. Well, 
course, everybody had a lot of good takes. I mean, I, obviously, because there's some pretty hard choices to make when coming up with the uh, the lines. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just kind of the only way I can seem to do it is listen to one set of lines and go through it, and then which take seems to come best for the next, you know, the one before it and the one before it. And that probably made absolutely no sense. And. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think hey, I did this one. This is my first one. commentary. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think did this one. I did this scene here, which uh, oh, I really like the whole phone ringing thing. <laughs> Again or still? Uh, this is Kristen Bay's triumphant return as Maya. Uh, I felt really bad casting her in such a, a small part, but she's got, doing so much for Pendant, it's probably a relief to her. Oh. Well, you gotta, I mean, how, how does the saying go? There, there are no, no small, small parts, parts, only, or, <laughs> only small actors. Or, 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 is that backwards? I don't remember. Ah. <laughs> But uh, actually, Renee and I have been considering for a while doing a Maya and Carlos story. So that might happen before the series ends. Hey, you make your acting debut in, in this episode, don't you, Mark? In, in, acting debut in Vegas, I mean. I believe so. <laughs> and I, I put everything into that line, too, by the way. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> You gave me a lot of great takes. <laughs> yes, I didn't have to direct myself, yay. <laughs> and next season when I'll be taking a more active role as Chloe, um, I'll probably be giving you a Chloe scene. So I'm like, yay, I don't have to direct myself. You <laughs> are? Hey, that's no problem. <laughs> just, just remember, you got the background music. Mm-hmm. That's always done by the very talented Kevin McLeod. Very talented individual there. Yes, he is. I'm very grateful that he makes his uh, music available to projects such as ours. And that was tricky because Jeff was upstairs, so I had to start with the footsteps upstairs, and he comes out, he overhears Abby, he goes back and he shuts the upstairs door, and then he comes down the stairs, and then he stops, and then he goes back up the stairs. So I don't know if that's audible at all behind the dialogue, but uh, those little little things are, are examples of what I do. <laughs> Oh, I, I noticed it, and that's and see, that's why I have trouble. I mean, simple background things like I think I and uh, I don't know if it was this one or the next one where I did some uh, uh, like phone ringing and things like that. And that's when it's, when it's written out, I don't have a problem coming up with it. But trying to come up with stuff, you know, my own sound effects to add to it to make it to, to add to it, I have I have issues with that. So mm-hmm. did a great job. Thank you. Well, because when I'm directing, I'll come up with something for the sound effects that's not written in the script. Like uh, later on, when Chloe's running by the um, the, the dance machine that's on fire. Um, I, I was yeah, like, oh, sure. it would be really cool it. if there was a Quit fire extinguisher like a going off while <laughs> <I'm busy. laughs> oh, she's running by. <laughs> so you hear this little... 
in the background for a second. But it's like little things that, you know, you really don't notice. I just, I'm so obsessed that way. see is at all costs because she's out of her merry little mind. Oh, shit. Alan, hand me my phone. Uh, did you do this scene or... I did this uh, one. Yes, I did this. No, I did this one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, between uh, Philip and, and Alan. Alan. Hi. Oh, Alan. I'm not having a... right now. Um, Alan? But I did do Why? my own foley for this Why? scene because I couldn't find the right newspaper sounds, so I took a piece of newspaper and waved it over my head and rustled it and opened it and tore it and set it down and... <laughs> So that way I could have the exact right newspaper noises. Hurry, what time is it after five? Shit! The party starts at eight. Gotta hurry, gotta make my appointment with Dennis. Gotta get to the party. Ah. Oh. Now I, I know you. I brought up my. Yeah, I did this one also. Yeah. Did you have to speed What's up that beginning part at all, or was that all Lexi? <laughs> that was all Lexi. Oh, wow. Uh, the, yeah, the only things I've messed with on speed are. Uh, uh, some of a few of Philip's lines, maybe I maybe not in this one, but in, just in general, mm. and uh, where I've slowed him down just a little bit. Mm. But uh, I try not to do that if I can help it, because because I mean I hear a little bit of distortion when I do it. I don't like yeah, to. Yeah, that that does happen occasionally, and I've I've done that trick myself because something will be a little too slow or a little too fast, and we'll just change the pacing a little bit. But if you do it too much, the filter will create a little. Yeah, I was trying just, you know, a couple of percentage points trying to knock it down just a little bit. And uh, and there was one scene where, like, the first couple of lines he had, it worked great on. For some reason, the third or fourth one didn't, so I had to go back and fix them all mm. because it wouldn't have made sense if you to go slower and then speed up there in that one spot. <laughs> so. What happened? The guy she was living with found uh, that transition that we poison. just made from the office to the hospital, I, I really like for some reason. You have a run out and then have the hospital fade up. I put in all these little doctor pages and sounds and whatnot and then have her going into the hospital room. I don't know. For some reason, I really am fond of that transition. No, I, I, this, I just I listened to this a couple of days ago when you sent it to me, and uh, that was one of them. I was just I was really impressed with how that that went because again, I like I said the the other parts I have no problem with, but like I said that kind of stuff there's no way I've been able to pull that off. <laughs> I I really am fond of this scene. I I think that uh, everybody did a great job. I should have called you, but. Uh, yes, and of course we have uh, William Raymer coming in as Denise, Dennis. Dennis right now, yeah. Uh, I really, contrary to Jeffrey's opinion, I think he does a really great job as Danny. He, he is Captain Subtext. Oh, yes. He can convey so much in his lines. Or go and find out what the heck is going on with your boy toy. I, I think you should go. What? And leave Terry like this? No, when I was uh, mixing... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'll stay with oh, uh, with, uh, um, Jeffrey's lines here. Uh, you know, the, I'm straight, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what does that matter? Yes. Are you going to let that bitch sing I just, just love his takes. 
I don't think I've disliked anybody's takes really for the most part though. As long as there's one in there I can work with, you know, that's all that matters, right? Yeah. Well, I know that we both had some trouble with distortion on William's some of William's lines. But uh, beyond and, that And actually for the uh for the next episode, uh the lines that I cleaned up of his uh were were much, much better and he also gave a few more takes, that was awesome. Yeah, I well I I sent him an email about it. And he was like, you know what, my my performance wasn't really up to par for the batch of lines I sent you. Let me send you a new batch. And he was so professional about it. I was very, very happy. Yeah, the, uh, the last, I guess, 20, this is 23, 24. Yeah. yeah the next one, uh, I was, and realizing, you know, this is the first two that I've dealt with, you know, I've only been on this since 22, so, uh, <laughs> but... What? From from this episode to the next one, I, uh, William did a did a great job, and mm-hmm. whatever it is you asked him to do for him, because <laughs> I know because it's something you know, he was clipping quite a bit, and mm-hmm. then he's fixed that. Thank yeah. you, thank you, William. Yes. This is the trap. <laughs> oh, and then we had Ginger and Hector. Yeah, I I know it must be wrong, but I just love Pete and Ara. They're just so creepy and just, oh, they give me goosebumps. And I tell you, Pete just never fails to impress me as an actor. Oh, ditto. I have such a crush on Pete. <laughs> I won't admit my man crush on him either. Voice, the voice, the voice. And he's all so modest, too. He's like, yeah, no. And I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> now, when I when I was mixing this, this scene, my boyfriend came in the room, and he's like, they're playing dress-up, and someone is in... Uh, the hospital in the background, and I'm like, oh, she's getting ready for a party in a hospital room. And he's like, what? I'm like, read the script. <laughs> oh, I mean, this is kind of an audio, you know, audio soap opera, you know what I mean? Really, yeah, sorry, it, is, it, it is. No, no, it's, don't be sorry, because we realized when we were writing it, oh my god, this is a soap opera. But to our credit, we have made people enjoy a soap opera, and I think that's a big credit in our in our book. I, it wasn't a complaint; I was just making an observation. Yeah. Well, you know, because soap operas carry a certain stigma with them, but I think that Vegas has really overcome that stigma. Yeah. I will agree with that. Sorry. Now, for God's sake, hurry and get dressed. Yeah, so we had a throwback to the Cinderella gown with the blue dress. <laughs> you said he'd be here before and there is Cat and Me as Desperate Woman 1 and 2. Mr. Grayson is very busy and will be late. If he makes it at all, he's trying very hard to get here. So you all just have to be patient. And here's another transition going from the ballroom to the kitchen. And she pours herself a glass of wine. And then as Philip walks up behind her, she drops the glass. Do you have any idea how difficult it is to rent a decent tux in three hours in Vegas? Mr. Grayson, I mean, 
What an unexpected surprise. I'll bet. I didn't give you permission to throw this party in my name. Why, yes. And you may notice that in this scene, I kept out the music until the end. Because sometimes, and I read this in a, a movie uh, technique, things are sometimes more dramatic or more creepy or just more when you don't have music. So I just had the, the background noise of the kitchen. Now, and, you know, until you point that out, I'm not sure I even noticed it. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> it tells you how observant I am. <laughs> well, it, it's a, a mark of how strong the performances are for uh, Philip and Ara. You, do, you don't even really notice. And I think I said this about everybody, but Ara, on this particular that scene, Ara had some really great takes on that. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, that one was really hard to choose on those. She does a very good job of making our jobs hard. <laughs> wow. Uh, well? You. Uh, oh, and that was really cute. I have her step out of the bathroom and close the door and step out over. And then I have her turn in a little circle when she says, what, well? And I was like, oh, it's so cute. She's like showing off. <laughs> I am so easily amused. I'm sure she does. You better get going. Hey, if we can't amuse ourselves. Oh, and I love this part because I got to invent the little magic thing that happened. Oh, no. I was like, okay, now if I was somebody magic, what would this sound like? Exactly where you need to be, exactly when you need to be there. I don't care how. And I like how Chloe just kind of realizes. Yeah, she puts her faith in Dennis and Close just, eyes, and it pulls off. You too, what I did with this is I think I took Dennis? a, a sound effect for a magical swirl, and I slowed it down. I'm here. And then I put that in the background, so it went <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of tinkling in there too. Yeah, yeah, and the and the creepy chimes. Whoa! Are all these women here for the party? And that was a good crossfade there between the two settings there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're not going dressed like that, are you? Is that bad? Well, <laughs> not very convincing as all. Oh, I did this scene. Really? Which is more like I one great big long scene. Red, right? Yeah, I think. I'm not sure from here I did any more. I think I did more of the beginning stuff. But yeah, this big long scene. I don't think I did any of this. I think it ended up being like seven minutes. It took me several days to do this seven-minute scene. I, I can believe it. Oh, there's so many background noises, and and she passes the ambient fountain at the top of the stairs. Well, let's see. Uh, you're the only person I know who wears that perfume. We're looking for someone at this party. We were at Nana's house, and I've missed you, too. Where's Jeff? Are you guys still together? Oh, and then I had the... 
<laughs> I have the dance game in the background and the people going, woo, oh as Jeff is dancing. Yeah. <laughs> you got married? Engaged, Chloe. We haven't exactly tied the knot yet. Because Jeff isn't Unbunched. just creepy sexy, he's also goofy. Where is he? You know, they're not necessarily mutually exclusive. Yeah. Playing dance maniac against that 14 year old. Is he, uh. <laughs> no, that's a little jab against um, the people I've seen playing Dance Dance Revolution on expert mode. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of what I thought of too when I heard that. Tell me what happened, Chloe. Ginger. It's definitely a seizure-like uh, yeah. <laughs> experience. I did it. I beat my high score in that little. I just wanted to say that Renee did a fantastic so job in uh, in the, her delivery. She just she really knocked it right out of the park. Because Tessa right now isn't entirely sane. Okay. You still with me, Tessa? Mm-hmm. Good. And of course, well, at least she's, she's doing, doing better. Right. Yeah. She didn't try to hurt someone. <laughs> she tried to and of course, Harry. David Alt does a wonderful job as Jeff. How did you hear me from all the way over? Wait. Hey, that's my purse. This. And I really like that going from coming from the dance dance. Oh, you know, so I go to high score, no. and then all of, and it gets real serious <laughs> into the next few lines. What? Yeah. Tessa, are you okay? You're not acting really normal. It's him. Just like Mia said, he's involved in this somehow. <laughs> oh my god! You have to go right now. Did you see that? He threw my lipstick. <laughs> he caught fire. We'll come back for you. Remember, people, lipstick fire? is a dangerous weapon. Yes. Focus. <laughs> Don't leave the party. I love Especially that part. I just, I love it. Okay. Throw and kaboom. By the way, hi, Chloe. <laughs> there you were, Mark. Yeah. There was me. Yay. <laughs> Three words. Yay. <laughs> or technically two hey, you gotta words start and three somewhere, numbers. Right? Yeah, two words and three numbers. I came because I had to warn you that Ginny's gonna try and find you out. And then for this one, I had to make a tough choice because in the script, I originally put that the sounds outside the room that they're in were muted, but I felt that it took away from the scene, so I just was like, yeah, it's just really quiet in there. I know it's you. You're one of the writers. I mean, you can adjust as necessary, right? Exactly. It's one of the nice things about being a co-writer on this show. It's like, if I don't like it, I change it. <laughs> if I'm not sure about it, I, uh, I, I ask for a second opinion, of course. But something like that about, you know, background noise, I usually leave it up to me. Oh, and the, and the clock starts striking 12. No, wait, no. <laughs> She opens the door right into him. <laughs> this is another layering thing that was hard. 
And yeah, hearing hearing Philip in the background, hey, wait up, that was done very well. Yeah. And poor Philip, he had to make up a whole bunch of names. And the point here is that it's midnight, so her dress and her hair are starting to fall apart. And she loses a shoe. Well, it is the Cinderella story. Of course. But we wanted wanted it to be not too overt. That was hard, too, to have her stumble and then fall into Ginger. My own secretary. I... I don't have time to deal with you now. You what? I... I... I quit. (laughs) She falls into the... Another transition I'm fond of. Get in. Okay. <laughs> oh, that whole scene—it took me forever, but I really enjoyed it. There's in the end result of it. Oh. Well, there was there was a lot of work that went into that, though. I mean, it's it's very obvious. Yeah. At least to me, I don't know. Oh well, thank you. Oh, well, now we have the theme music, so it's almost time to say goodbye to all our company. (laughs) Um, I miss your sock puppet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, anything else you wanted to say before we go, Mark? Um, I don't believe so, but again, thanks to all the wonderful actors and actresses who uh, participated in this episode, because we couldn't do it without you. Absolutely. And uh, thank you, Jeffrey and Jennifer, for being patient with the deadlines for me. I'm trying desperately to get back on track with much, much help from Mark. Based on an original work of fiction. Anyway, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this commentary. Come on back next month. We're going to be doing the season finale of the Chloe and Philip arc. And hopefully Renee will be with us. And Mark will be with us, too. Hopefully. Hopefully. And there will be a distinct lack of sock puppets. For more information, Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Bye.